BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. From the Malcolm Go podcast, after a couple of bye weeks, and hello from our great friend, friend of the podcast, our next president of the United States, Mr. Kid Rock. Jesus, that was fucking awesome. If you want to watch, if you want to watch the epitome of a mid '90s music video, throw on the Cowboy video. It's fucking horrendous. I want to get a flag that says "Chilling the Most." That really is the best line <laughs> of all time. It's chilling the most. If you see someone with that flag, they are for sure not chilling the most. That's the best thing that <laughs> I've ever heard. Guy. <laughs> I fucking love him. He's a fucking oh, that was maniac. awesome. I like uh-huh. I like when he slows it down. When Kid Rock really slows it down, like picture with uh, Cheryl Crow when he's a crooner. Oh, yeah. I like when Kid Rock's a little bit of a crooner. I don't like him when he's in his rap rock face. Although Ball with the Ball is a undeniable hit. It's a hammer. He Undeniable. Does, he does know how to make a, you know, just a toe tapper. Yeah. It's every single time you hear it, you're like, oh, God damn it. Not bad. Kid when he takes it to, he's, he's really spanned like three genres or four genres of music. He was like, he first came out, he was a rapper. And then he was like a rock singer. And then he was like a metal. And then he did country. He's fucking, I mean. He's all guy, over the place. He does it all. 
He looks like such a fucking white trash dirt bag, but that's like exactly how everyone dressed in 97. A wife beater and shell toes and baggy yeah. jeans. It's you were a little young, I think. But the most proud guy from Detroit of all time. Yeah, he loves like, it. I can't think of anyone else like... He's chilling the most. I don't know anyone else from Detroit besides Eminem, who didn't really seem like he enjoyed it that much growing up. No. Kid yeah. Rock and his best friend Josie, the little midget rapper who's dead. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Yeah, Joe C was his partner in crime. He died. He died like right. He used to have like, like he'd, he'd get like a little feature on each song. Joe C. You don't remember? And he'd call him out and he'd be fucking just always just rap about being a midget in his dick. I knew nothing. It's terrible. About this. And he squeaked. He was like a squeaky voiced midget. <laughs> call me a tripod. Forget. This fucking. In-depth I, Kev- I'll tell you, Kev- I owned that CD though. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, I owned it. You had to. Yeah. If you know this much about Joe C. <laughs> Yeah, this is enough about me. Um, well, I really played it because we're playing a cowboy in the bolo tie this week. Mr. Phil Rivers, Big Phil. I'll tell you, I, there's no one, honestly, I'm, I love more in the NFL right now. I'm shaking Rivers. my, I'm, I've been shaking in my cowboy boots, I'm going to be honest, about playing Phil Rivers. He just doesn't give a fuck right now. Yeah. He's, He's out there slinging. Yeah, he really is. He just doesn't care. He has more control of that team than the coach does, yeah. for sure. Like, there's he, no way that coach is out coaching Belichick. It's all... Based on his fucking Philip Rivers and that defense. Yeah, 100%. There's no way that Anthony Lynn is out coaching Belichick in the playoffs in Gillette. It does feel like Refuse to let it happen. It feels like back in the day when, like, he looks at the head coach and be like, you take care of your defense and don't you dare come talk to me in my offense. Like, Philip yeah. Rivers is for sure running the offense. He's making all the calls. Like, he's doing it You all know right. he says, like, a little racist stuff to his coach, too. You know, he's like, oh, you're like well, dude, just go go eat some watermelon and I'll take care. Like, he just, like he slick. Try- like, he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't, yeah. uh, he doesn't really go straight, straight forward. Doesn't drop any end bombs, but he'll show up with his bolo tie and his cowboy boots. Be like, yeah. Anthony, Anthony, just sip on some Kool-Aid. Let me relax. And I'm going to throw the ball. Is he from, uh, what, North Carolina? I know he went to NC State, but I don't is know he if he's from, from North Carolina. I think he might be from Alabama. He's from Alabama? I think so. Yeah, it feels like. I mean, it does feel right. I was thinking he's from the hill, like the fucking Appalachian Hills of North Carolina. No. Which. Let's Google it. Yeah. We've got the Google machine right here. I am definitely afraid of him uh, for sure. Melvin Gordon also don't like A lot of the people. fact that we're yep. from Decatur, Alabama. Yeah. Perfect Alabaman. That really is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we had a couple, a couple bye weeks. I mean. Uh, you know, Christmas, a lot of drinking on my part. We just didn't feel like doing it the last couple of weeks. I mean, Malcolm Go wasn't ready to go. We just we couldn't get we couldn't get the energy, the well, energy to bring up to the. Uh, I mean, there really wasn't anything going on either. It was, it we, was I told you what was going to happen? Yeah, it was t- a little had to do with the opponents. Yeah, I, I told everybody what was going to happen. I said they're going to fucking dominate for three straight weeks. It's going to be domination of the Buffalo Bills, domination of the Jets, domination of somebody in at home and the uh, in the uh, divisional game. So. But now, as the game approaches, I'm getting more and more nervous. They're only four-point favorites at home, which, okay, they'd be one-point favorites uh, in a neutral stadium. Basically, that's what that's saying. Yeah, so they think they're a little better than the Chargers based on – it has to be Belichick. Yeah, probably Belichick because the teams – I mean, the Chargers are probably the most balanced team in the NFL. Definitely left. I mean, they have a gr- pretty great defense and a pretty great offense. Well, yeah, they have the – They just have well, not a great special teams. Yeah, they're honestly like it's weird, but them and the Colts, like the Colts are those two, the two teams that are, you know, they're the way teams, they're the five and sixty, but yeah. they look like they have the better defenses and offenses. They're playing that the best right now. Could match the other offense. Like yeah, I, they're not as good, but they could match them easily. I could see the Colts going into Kansas City and winning. Yeah, for sure. 
I actually I could never see the Colts coming into Gillette and winning. No, it's different. And it's really <laughs> that they really have little brother syndrome when they yeah. come to Gillette Stadium. So I don't know what the fuck they just come to get their head kicked in. They lose before they enter the stadium. And the Chargers kind of used to have that, but this is not like it's a different it's Chargers different. team. Yeah, in I don't know. Even when we beat them in San, the last time they played in San Diego yeah. a few years ago. I mean, the, obviously different teams then again, but the Chargers weren't afraid. They were right in that game pretty much the whole time. Yeah. That's pulled away at the end, but that was like a dogfight. This feels like it's going to be the same way. It's, Brady has never lost to Phillip Rivers. No, it is crazy. Seven Including no. the first ever game that they ever played was uh, 2006. The, the Chargers were the one seed in San Diego, and uh, Patriots went out there as, I think they were the three seed or the four seed. Must have been the four seed, and uh, went out there and and beat them as the one seed. Like, they were the 14-2 best team in the NFL. LaDainian Tomlinson, Phillip Rivers. Merriman. Uh, Merriman. Yeah, and they were all doing the fucking Merriman dance, yeah. and LaDainian Tomlinson had a, uh, his period all over the mic at the end of the game, yeah. saying uh, the Belichick disrespected him. There's no, there's, they had no respect for him and all that shit. After they lost, which yeah. is weird. They also did Troy Brown classic. Strip sack. Not strip sack. Stripped Marlon McCree after an interception. Wasn't he, Was that the game that... Well, Daniel Thompson just sat on the bench. No, the that was quarter. that was uh, the next that year. was the 2007 AFC Championship game. Yeah, Philip Rivers played in that game. Phillips Rivers played on a torn ACL, which and, is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. He I, played he played on in the AFC Championship game in the, on a torn ACL. It threw the ball all over the place. Kept up with the 2007 Patriots, an un, almost unbeatable team to that point, unbeatable. Um, while his star running back sat on the sidelines because he had a, a bruised MCL or something. He is Philip Rivers is a fucking man. He's yeah, he's, a badass. he's it's gonna be like is he a Hall of Famer? He's fucking definitely he's definitely looked down not looked down upon but just like overlooked because he plays in for the Chargers. It's yeah. like the same thing like if a Major League Baseball player plays for like the the Padres, Reds. yeah, the Reds, the Padres. If you play on the West yeah. Coast, especially a team that's not the Dodgers, yeah. nobody gives a fuck no. about you. I well the thing is like. Is Roethlisberger Hall of Famer? Yeah. Is Eli a Hall of Famer? No. Well, if you look at his numbers, he's like seventh all time and everything in his two championships. I guess. So he might get in. So he might if, get in on family recognition alone. It, that wouldn't hurt, honestly. Yeah. That that does help. You throw yeah. the Manning name around. The, the Manning house. Mafia fucking has gotten his his older brother out of draping his balls off a fucking physical therapist and sending him HGH. Yeah. So sure. I think I think they can get the, the the boy into the Hall of Fame. They're almost as good as fucking R. Kelly's tour manager was at getting his him off for. Oh, what a horror day. show that guy is! Did you see that fucking documentary? No, I know all about. I I basically knew about it before. I mean, he I, married Aaliyah when she was fifteen. See, Who didn't, didn't know about that? I didn't understand any of it. Like I knew he did all the shit, but I like pissing on the girl. I yeah. didn't realize I was a fourteen year old. He yeah. was doing that too. Like I didn't know about all this shit. Well, I grew I'm, up in an era of of. Uh, of that type of hip hop, you know what I mean? I was yeah, I was, was in your... the, the early '90s hip hop scene. Aaliyah yeah. was kind of like the shit, and everyone was like, you know, they married. He, he married the uh, the guy that wrote I be- or sings I Can Believe I Can Fly from Space Jam. I was like, what? And then you you look it up, and she's like, she was 15. Yeah, and that means he's probably banging her when she was 13. Yeah, of course he was. He's a fucking oh, that guy is fucking. He went to, he used to go to malls and uh, he used to go to malls and like uh, tell his. Like whoever his bodyguard to like pick up girls like that's what he did. He went and just went to like pick up high school girls, tell them to come back to his hotel room, and basically just take them. Like he just kept the girls, yeah. And then like uh, 
there was like four interviews would be like, ah, it was like eat, like the dinner bell rang, like they're all staying in like this con, like this condo, like all these fifteen girls, and he's like, they open the door and he's banging Aaliyah. I was like, the fuck? She's like fourteen years old. He's like twenty seven. It's he insane. wrote a song. He wrote a song. Aaliyah's like first big hit was called "Age Ain't Nothing But a Number." It's like you just watched <laughs> his documentary yesterday because this is everything that just, I just watched. Last no, week. I just know it. I, in fact, a, yeah. I I was like this, this. He was he's just music's Bill Cosby and he's younger. Dude, it's ins- and he's still doing it though. Yeah, like right now. I mean, currently. it came out like a whatever it was like a eight, a, maybe a year ago that he had like a bunch of hostages. Yeah, <laughs> and like pretty much, and they weren't allowed. Like they were in the same house. They're not allowed to see each other and show. Yeah. Like it's fucking. This guy's a fucking weirdo. He'll eventually. I don't know if he'll eventually go to jail, but he'll probably die. Like he's somebody's gonna kill him. Like one of those girls' dads is gonna kill him. I was gonna say it feels like someone, you know. Is just gonna like be like, all right, well, like who? nothing's gonna happen. Like, also, this. his bodyguard should go to jail. Like, what are they doing, dude? They're talking about it. I, well, the ones that don't work for him anymore, but not the ones that work for him now. Like, you're sitting yeah, no there, like, he hey, guy, like you're watching this guy be a pedophile and piss on girls, dude. His bodyguard was saying how he like had tapes for him. He had tapes yeah. of all this fucking shit. And it was fucking. He really is it. And then you, but you, he, the amount of fucking hits he put out is fucking insane. R. Kelly? Yeah. Yeah. And he's still putting songs out. He has good songs like last year that were fucking Man, so he's hit. got some good. We thug and rolling on bands all up in the club. I mean, the remix to Ignition should get him off on all pedophile charges if you, if you say to me. It's pretty much what you, happened. You, dro- you, drop that, you drop that hammer in, in the summer of 2002, <laughs> you're all good. Yeah. Do whatever you want. It's, it's the remix to Ignition, baby. Um, so you put got- that on the club right now, I guarantee you people go wild. Oh, it definitely people get turned up. Yeah, hundred percent. Right now, and it's been it's fucking fifteen years old. You could watch it, so it's a, like a six hour documentary. You could watch that whole six hour documentary if they ended it with remix to ignition. <laughs> everyone would be like, "Oh, he's not that bad." <laughs> I mean, come on. How could someone that drop that heat? Yeah, like, and be this bad of a guy? Just, just instead of playing that awful like piano music yeah. about every time they show his face, like that sad music to like. That- force him into being an awful guy that's what he's gonna play for the judge when he's going up for life sentence but listen now usually don't do this but (laughs) that's a remix to ignition hot and fresh out the kitchen it really dude it's all up up in my fro (laughs) oh man that shit was the that was a fucking banger i used to drive around in my 1993 ford mustang red corvette which was purchased for 100 dollars at a uh car lot and then immediately crashed it. But I had a I had a sweet radio, one with a CD player that nobody had back then. Oh, you were the first guy with a CD player. It had a CD player, and I used to, it like had a, it had that flip down face. Do you remember those fucking old radios? Yeah. Aftermarket one it had a flip down face. You put the CD in the back. Man, it fucking got stolen in like two days. But I used to uh, listen to remix to ignition constantly. Burnt CDs in my house. I had a CD burner. It looked like a fucking like something you'd carry files in. It was like the, it was the size of a fucking literally like a like a. a a file box you get at the office. That's how big you need for a CD. No, it was so fucking big. It wasn't really that big. It was probably the size of a shoebox. But it fucking all it did was burn CDs. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Now you can just do it. Fucking probably a thumb drive. Um, all right. Well, let's get back into the Patriots talk. Yeah, there we are. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the Bills win. Uh, Josh Allen didn't look like he had it. We can go over this stuff kind of quick. But the Bills, I was, um, the only thing I was worried about the Bills because the Patriots, have get, again, for like three weeks before that, couldn't stop the run. All the Bills did was run. Um, I thought the Patriots came to play that game. Of I course. don't even really remember that game. No. It was, there was nothing. The, they really held them without a touchdown until like defense. three minutes left. Yeah, the defense played great. The defense is fucking good. They're a problem, yeah. The Patriots' defense is good. It, I'm saying it. It's he, good. 
See, I agree. It's a top three defense in the playoffs right now. Who is better? Who do you think has a better defense right now? The Chargers, probably. The Colts defense is like I don't think the Char- Colts defense is better than the Patriots. It's good. They have some fucking players. And then the only other one I can really think of is Dallas's defense. Okay, Dallas is better. Dallas has a better defense. Philadelphia is decent. The Pats have a better defense than any team with home field advantage. Like, any team playing at home, they're way better than the Chiefs. They're way, way better, better than, than Rams. the Rams and the Saints. And the Saints. They're yeah. better than all three of those teams. Yeah. Um, that's the reason I think they could go into Kansas City and win. The, Patri- the Patriots, I agree. Patriots defense has to play like they play at home, though. That's the only thing. Because they're not going to be out. It, they're going to have to hold the Chiefs to under 20 points. It's, the pro- it's what happened. Uh, it's weird because you want to, like, I defend them all the time. Like, the Patriots defense is good. And then you watch a game, like, when they went to Miami and you're watching that game and you're like, yeah, this deep, what the fuck? Like, they are I good. I don't this get it. Them. Like, I really don't get it. I it's agree. It's a completely different team on the road. And they really can't play, like, one of the best defenses sometimes. Yeah. And then they can At home, they fucking down. shut everybody down. Yeah. I mean, they played the Bills, who put up fucking 40 points against Miami in the last week of the yeah. season. Uh, they were putting up, you know, they put up 20 to 30 points with Josh Allen. They shut him out completely. He threw a touchdown with, like, garbage time, like a minute and 15 seconds left. Yeah. They had him like three points or something. It was like three points for the game. I don't think they, that game they crossed the 50 for like no, the ever. first half. Yeah. Darnold was like putting up 25 points, 20 to 30 points for the first, you know, the three weeks he was there. And fucking he came in. He didn't even, they scored three points, no touchdowns. Fucking, I don't think Stefan Gilmore broke a sweat covering Robbie Anderson. No. He that- literally was so bored, a football hit him in the helmet. <laughs> he, was, he was just playing defense and a football hit him in the helmet. Yeah. I mean, honestly, they they really do have it in fucking. It's a whole different offense. The, I mean, it's fucking Hightower looks fast. Gronkowski looks fast at home. I don't know. It's a whole different fucking thing. This week is going to be crucial for all the veterans. hundred mm. percent. Like they they needed this bad. And honestly, I just feel like their game plan is going to be fucking legit. The Patriots game like, plan. Not like a lot of times with the Pats, it's like until halftime they don't really figure out what the fuck they're doing on off. Like they should be ready. McDaniel's should be fucking. Yeah. They, the Patriots, even on this defense, they should score thirty. The Patriots don't have the luxury of not of you know of, of having to adjust at halftime right now. They don't have the offense no that can wait and adjust at halftime and you know hold hold a team to field goals and hope for the win, especially against a team like the Chargers or what could have been like the Ravens. Little like fucking five field goals could beat you. Like they're good, de- decent defenses yeah. that will slow you down. Like one touchdown and three field goals could beat you. And the way the uh, the the way all these other teams kind of won, like the Chargers won, was based off like moving the ball down the field, not necessarily kicking a field goal, but punting them, keeping them inside the, the ten, yeah. and then getting the ball back at the fifty, and then driving again. Like the Pats have too many, way too many three and outs this year. They just can't fucking have any. of There's that a lot of problems with this offense. I mean, I, for some reason, the, that last game gave me a lot of hope. It's always um for the sake of last thing I saw. Yeah. I have like last thing I saw disease. I'm like this you, team's ready. Yeah. I fucking I know it. They're fucking ready to put a run together. I, it's it's good. It's Patriots all over again. Hundred percent. Right and it's uh, <laughs> dude. I'm saying I've got a 2001 era feel to me. Like I'm nervous that we could lose every game, but also I'm like. This could be a miracle. Like I, yeah. This team, no one would ever look at it like, oh, what a miracle this team was. Like they wouldn't be America's team after they won the Super Bowl because they're the Patriots. But to me, I've hated this team most of the season. 
For like every single road game, I'm like, I hate this team. I hate everybody on this team. Nobody plays the way they don't play like Patriots. Yeah. They don't fucking run. They don't act. They don't talk. They don't do anything Patriot. They're frustrating. Yeah, unless they're at home, and then they're fine. But like, and then they, when they're on the road, they're not the Patriots anymore. Yeah. But for some reason, I just have a feeling I'm like this is gonna be a 2001 Patriots fucking. Just, I don't, I don't know. The Chargers also have that feel, like where they're just like they have that swagger and that toughness about them. Yeah, they have the. They, both these teams do have the feeling of like, I don't. They are no doubt in their minds they're winning the championship. I think if you if you tell me right now if to pick, if I had to pick three teams that could win the Super Bowl right now, I would pick the Patriots, the Chargers, and the Saints. Those are the only three teams I think could win. Yeah, um, the the Saints are weird. even. I think the it's Saints are going to choke. Saints or Philly. In yeah, my mind. I don't Philadelphia. Think the you Rams imagine or. Or Dallas is going to go. No. Dak Prescott fucking blows. High, high, like high fucking flying offenses don't win Super Bowls. No, because they can get shut down and then all of a yeah. sudden you're fucked. You got nothing. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, this is this. It's it's fucking. It's weird because it doesn't like. You try not to get excited for a game. I'm until, excited. Like, I'm fucking the day jacked of up. The game, but like you're starting to like feel. A bit I've had like, my kids in Patriots playoffs. pajamas for four days. <laughs> Same <laughs> ones, not washing them. Last uh. Last week was fucking awesome too. All the games are awesome. Playoff football is just so much better. The teams don't like try to do bullshit. They start going for it on weird fourth downs like early. Like they don't they don't do it. I tend to on wild card weekend. It's an annual vacation for me from football. I don't care who wins. Like let the these fucking bums play. I don't care about these teams. Like they're not teams I care about. I go. I bought a snowblower. I fucking played with it. I fucking enjoyed myself. Talk, looked at the shear pins. Checked the oil. Check the shear pins. Are you? I was enjoying myself. And then you know I was like, I'll see who won. Like who's gonna who are we gonna play next week? That's all I cared about. Like I didn't, I didn't care how the games went. I I mean I saw like the end of the Chicago Philadelphia game through highlights, but I didn't want to watch any of these games. Yeah, the, that was uh, the poor saps that have to play on Wild Card Weekend. I don't even know anything about that. It, there's there's fucking teenagers that don't even know about Patriots playing on Wild Card Weekend. Seriously, when was the last time they? Not teenagers, but 2009, I think. Well, I mean, that's relatively teen. Like, how many people remember where, what the Pats did when they were six? Yeah, nothing. So that's probably like the case. Yeah, like, what do you mean there is a playoff game before the divisional round? Why don't they get a bye this week, Daddy? Um, yeah, that is fucking wild. I just. I don't know. The Chargers are – the spread is, seems way too high to me. Four? Yeah. Eh. I would like it to be two. I wouldn't. I mean, I, no. The Patriots The Patriots defense is so much better than people are giving it credit for. Everybody wants to hate on the Patriots defense. They always do because of the yards, the yards, the yards. But the points, they don't give up points. Yeah. Turnovers, and the Patriots offense at home is so different. The Pats do get turnovers at home too, which yeah. is nice. And I mean, Phillip Rivers – by the way, like the last five weeks has thrown for, I think, 300 yards zero times. I don't know. I think it was like under 300 yards or maybe he's won 300-yard game in there. And he's thrown two interceptions in like five of six games. I, uh, he has I mean, not had a filled. great like last five weeks. Kind of how he does it. Just yeah. fucking wing. He but slings it. I just I wish we were playing Baltimore so badly. Like Lamar Jackson yeah. coming into but New But they're England, different. I they would have fucking... They would have scored two points. They would have laid an egg in in New England, but Lamar it's still Jackson was not going to run on the. Seeing Patriots. that white jersey, that white Ravens jersey come in here is terrifying. Yeah, it's the black pants that really get it, you. It does. <laughs> it's a terrifying situation for all Patriots fans at Gillette. Yeah. Every single time they come in here, they either win or they're fucking up by 
21 points in the second quarter. And kill, yeah, and looking like they're dominating yeah. us and we can't do shit. Yeah. Uh, I just still, I'm not, like Baltimore, I was like so ready, so excited. I was really hoping they pulled this it out no, at the end. Lamar Jackson does not look ready to be an NFL quarterback no, he whatsoever. Can't. It, well, Trubisky was like that too. They, these guys can't hit people who are open on hook routes. They can't throw. They can't throw more than ten yards down the field. No, and either can Dak Prescott. So that's like another guy who sucks. And I keep saying that. He but does I'm gonna suck. bet him this weekend. I'm for sure uh, betting Dallas. I just have no against faith in the, the, Rams. the Rams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dallas on the road. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Dallas. If Dallas wins, beats the Rams on the road, I'd be impressed. Yeah, I don't think that. The more you say that, doesn't sound like it's gonna happen. Um, what do you? Uh, I do like the Pats' run game, though. I think that's going to be huge. That has to be that has to be one of the main keys. Um, let's talk about. I mean, I mean, I guess what's been happening the last couple weeks while we've been on vacay. Uh, the defense dominate, like I said. Linebackers, they're stopping the run, defending the pass. Hightower looks like his old self. Um, you know, Van Noy looks really good. Van Noy looks really good. Fucking Gilmore's been named an All Pro, probably All Pro number one, probably the number one corner in the league this year. Yeah. Killed sure. it. Uh, the the cornerbacks themselves. We must have. I mean, the PFF Pro Football Focus had had us ranked as the number second uh, secondary in the league, which I agree with. I mean, Chicago had a great uh, secondary this year, but the Patriots secondary is the best the best uh, squad on the on the on the team. Honestly, when they got killed, was in the run game for sure. For, like for it was, yeah. weeks. Yeah. So it would, it would be gashed in the run game. It wasn't really, yeah. They never really got, no one ever really had a big game on the Pats. No. Receiving wise. Like, I can't really think of anyone. No. So, I mean, the offense still looks kind of slow. I mean, Brady cruised against the Jets, but it's still this bullshit Jet sweep offense. They run fucking, si- what do they run it seven times against the Jets? The Jet sweep? Yeah. Edelman, Edelman, Philip Dorsett. Fucking, Cord- well, Cordell Patterson was hurt in this game, but he ran it like six times against the Bills. They love it. I don't know. I literally, they run it four or five times a game. I don't know how other defenses aren't, don't pick it up. I don't understand it. I think because I, every, every single time I see a guy come in motion, I'm like, okay, jet sweep. Like, that's all I think about. But they do do that on, like, every play. Once a drive, there's a fucking no, 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 jet no. sweep or a fake jet sweep. Yeah, fake it. They fake yeah. it, like, every fucking play. Every yeah. single time the, they hand the ball off, they fake an end around, like, every fucking play. So I think you just get numb to it. Yeah, and you're like, maybe. Uh, Their best play right now in the season is the fake jet sweep, fake handoff, throw to a uh, wide open Chris Hogan. That's like their best play. Fake the the end around jet sweep, fake handoff to Sony Michelle, and Chris Hogan's usually wide open on a crossing route. That used to be the fake handoff, fake jet sweep, screen pass that teams finally figured out after like 20 years of them doing the same play. That was a golden play every time. Uh, I think I have the Patriots like... Their fucking uh, playbook in my brain, ingrained in my brain. I rem- I think of all these fucking different things that they do, and I'm like, I remember that play. I remember that. I remember every play they do, and I just like what yeah. everybody's doing. I don't know why. Just stick. I don't know shit about work or be parenting. Like I don't know any of. This, but I know every fucking thing they ran again. Like I remember the plays of the fucking 2004 uh, AFC Championship game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I remember what Dion Branch was doing. Like fucking every second of the game. 401ks. Yeah. Fucking- Meaningless to me, but right. fucking yeah. And, uh, and but if Dion Branch runs yeah. a fly route or a post route to fucking <laughs> over uh, Troy Polamalu, goddamn it, do I know? Um, I yeah, I just fucking I don't know. I there's something off them about them that I can't really figure out, and I think it, it's just Gronk and Edelman. 
Like if those two need to figure, they have to both have good games every game for them to win. A Super Bowl, yeah. I think Gronk. Which, it, it well, they're going to unleash Gronk. Is the difference? Th- that's the difference right now. Is is they're going to un? There's no more fucking holding him back. There's no more holding James White back because that's 100%, the other fucking hundred percent. They were holding James White back and Rob Gronkowski back because they were like, we can't win anything without these two guys. So I, they were not throwing to them. They were not, they were fucking Gronk was coming out on first down. He was coming out on third down in the fucking red zone. All types of shit. He's blocking. He's not running routes. They're not doing if you it. Watch, it's over with. He's running if, routes. If you were just as mad as everyone else watching fucking dumb Rex Burkhead struggle on everything he did, every single time he catches the ball, it feels like it should be James White. Like, yeah. So it's like he's not going to be playing. I just can't see him playing in the playoffs when James Rex, White is on your team. Rex had a good Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it's still like it feels like James White should be getting the ball. James White is your clutch guy. He's just so fucking good. He should be on the field 80, 90% of the snaps. Like he just, no way, not when you're running the ball. This is going to be a run game, I'm telling you right now. They're not going to fucking pass a lot, especially to the outside. They're going to be, they're going to be targeting Edelman over the middle, Gronk over the middle, but it's going to be Sony Michelle's season. That motherfucker needs to bust a 60-yard touchdown run. He's getting close. Every single time he fucking Dude, he grabs almost, the ball, he's so close. What, he missed three games and he, he ran for 900 and something yards this year? Is it Really? Yeah. He had a fucking. He, was he had a good year. year. Yeah. Everybody hated on him in the beginning of the season, but um, they fucking drafted him first pick, and he dropped yeah. one pass. Him and Brady weren't on the same page. It's like fucking cut this guy. <laughs> He's a bum, Lawrence Maroney. Yeah. Redux. Get him back. Um, I mean, I like the new on offense. Honestly, I mean, throw to the open guy, score however means however means how any means necessary. Um, you know, run the ball fucking twenty times. And honestly, I've been thinking about this, and I tweeted about it a bunch. The 2007 ification of uh, New England Patriots fans has ruined ruined New England Patriots for most people. Yes, it ruined it's a lot of stuff. Frustrating because you think that Brady needs to throw for 350 yards, exactly, and three touchdowns have a good game. It's got it's it's the stats humpers. Yes. the stats humpers. It's 2001 to 2006. This Patriots team won more than fucking anybody on earth, and they won by one point. They came back in the fourth quarter, won by a, a field goal at the end of the game, and they'd go 14 and two, 13 yeah. and three. And it was all defense, and they were fu- defense yeah. and run the ball, whatever it was. Um, I mean, they threw to fucking fullbacks defensive ends it didn't matter however however whatever it took they just did it to win and, and the receivers i mean fucking david givens he, he's not good like he was uh, he was good on a the seventh pass, round like, receiver that did nothing after he left the patriots yeah it's not like he was some stud and then Dion branch was like solid yeah, yeah sure but like we have those and troy brown like they had we nothing have those no guys. tight end no and then they no threw to fat jermaine wiggins from fucking east boston <laughs> Literally couldn't make my Pop Warner team. We might have beat him with Pop yeah. Warner, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then when Moss arrived, it was like everything changed. Everybody wants 30 points. Everybody wants Brady for 400 yards and three touchdowns. The people need to keep these things in perspective. Is because this is so much more. This is so much more 2001 team than it is a 2014, 2016 team. They also they're never, turning back back the clock. They never won during that run. Well, 14 and 16 are similar. I mean, no, no, there no. were high-flying offenses still. Mm, yes, Not but so much as, like, 2007. Not 16 as much, but 14, yes. 2014 was all throwing. Yes. I mean, they had LeGarrette Blunt, but it wasn't as big. 2016, LeGarrette Blunt ran for a zillion yards that year. Yeah, they were in Devlin. That was when Devlin came. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, like I said, the defense is going to have to bring it home in the, uh, the playoffs, whether both at home or one on the road for this team to win. I, they need to keep teams under 20. We just don't, we don't have the horses, uh, the Chiefs, the Rams, the Saints, or even the Chargers do. It's like a... Uh, they, they're fucking, they need to figure the red zone out. They've always been a great red zone team. And, and this year they've a t- two-minute drill team. Yeah, that's also true. So they, both of those things have been utter failures this year. The old bef- it's before cut- the half. Fucking second half thing, terrible. I think all it year. all has to do with the decline, and I'm still using that word. I don't even want to use it. I'm not even going to say the decline, but the the pl- injury-plagued Rob Gronkowski this season. Yeah, it's definitely 100%. Because he hasn't been open in the red zone. Either they're triple covering something. I don't know. They didn't even throw to Josh Gordon when he was on the fucking team. So who no. knows what the hell the red zone's all about. I mean, it's like they don't didn't throw jump balls and do shit. So they don't run. They The only way they score down near the end zone is like a, James White for a 25-yard catch, you know? It's yeah. like they're not – or they run it in with fucking Devlin. They're just – they keep it so basic. There's no fucking creativity, trickery. Like, there used to be wide-open Gronk crossers or fucking Edelman, uh, you know, quick quick outs, I shit like that. I feel a little bit of it is Brady, though. Brady used to be, like, didn't throw a red zone pick since he was 12. Yeah. Like it happened one time in Santa Cruz. Now he, it seems like he, he threw a couple this year. Couple red zone picks that you're like, what the fuck? Brady? They're horrible. I a red zone pick kills you so much. No, it's the it literally stops my body. Yeah, when you're betting on a team and then on defense and they get a red zone pick, you're like, that was a fucking hail mary from God. Like that never fucking happened. I hate a red zone it. interception. Brady didn't throw one for like six years. No, and he threw one insane. this year. Yeah, and he threw two this year. Did right? he throw two? I know he threw that one against the the fucking Steelers. What other one did he throw? Uh, maybe a. Buffalo? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just know me. we had two this year. Um, I feel like he did. That sounds right. J.C. Jackson is fucking taking over that number two role. How good is he? Yeah, he can play. And he's got a swagger about him. Dude, yeah. I could see a fucking 2000... I could see a 2013-style rave. I mean, uh, Seahawks defense forming in our secondary right now. Yeah, it really does seem like they are fucking... Stephon Gilmore, J.C. Jackson, Duke Dawson, fucking John Jones... Jason McCourty, Devin McCourty, Patrick Chung. Chung that's yeah. a pretty fucking... I mean, they, do, I mean is, they don't have a... I mean, Chung's, I guess, their big hitter, and then they get the free safety. The Earl Thomas type is Devin. I mean, he's, you know, not the, as great, but those two corners are a, fucking as locked down as it gets. Yeah, and they play a different style. Like, they're just as good of tacklers. Yeah. McCourty, they don't... Those, McCourty and Chung don't miss tackles. No. Fucking ever. But, yeah, they don't lay people out, but... You can't fucking do that in the secondary anyways. Not like Cam Chancellor used to do where he'd kill people. But But you get a flag for that. Even if if it's a good shoulder-to-shoulder hit, you get a flag if it looks bad. Yeah. You have to – it's fucking ridiculous. It really does. They don't slow down the fucking film for you and make you – they really need to change that rule where you could review those hits, the personal fouls. It's ridiculous because, like, literally it looks horrible on, on, uh, you know, in normal time, and then you slow it down. You're like, oh. Like, and you also watch it live, and you see it. And if you're on the field as a ref, you're like, that guy just might have fucking died. Yeah. Like, if I don't throw a flag and this guy fucking is paralyzed, that's going to look pretty bad. The guys are so <laughs> fast. It's always, yeah, it's always throw the flag and hope, you know, yeah. hope you're right rather than not throw a flag and yeah. be wrong. Because I feel like the NFL's biggest nightmare is for, like, I don't know, like Michael Thomas to go across the middle of the field and fucking get carted off. Never play again. Without a flag being yeah. thrown on the play. Like, they couldn't have that, so. Yeah. So, J.C. Jackson is so good that Duke Dawson, the Patriots' number two 
pick or their first, their the second round pick, their number one pick of this season has not even played. They literally haven't put him on the field yet. Well, J.C. Jackson's fucking legit. Yeah, he. They are playing. They basically have a first round pick undrafted playing cornerback right now. Yeah, I mean they. It's crazy because they they're three cornerbacks on every play now in the NFL. Yeah. So he's pretty much a starter. Yeah. It's and. He took Jason McCourty's spot, and Jason McCourty was having a good season. Yeah, well, he just took his spot. He's still playing though. It's not like he's he not, plays, but he, yeah, he's not, not the, he's not the outside cornerback no, anymore. No, he's not covering the second best player anymore. Yeah, um, I mean, I just think yeah, JC Jackson was on Juju the whole game. And Juju yeah, just did shut nothing. him down. Yeah, I mean, he like they had a, that fucking that game winning pass lined up, and fucking JC Jackson broke it up on the road, rookie. Fucking dominant. I mean, Belichick scouts with undrafted cornerbacks is, like, unprecedented. It's it, – honestly, it's ridiculous that he even drafts them anymore. Yeah. Like, why the fuck he is drafting – crushed – like, the last six years, he's had one or two undrafted corners that could be starters in the NFL. He's got yeah. J.C. Jackson, uh, Kenny Moore, who starts for the Colts, Crevon LeBlanc, who started for the Bears for years, now he plays for the Eagles, uh, fucking uh, what Daryl Richards starts for the fucking Jets – Who's the fuckface on um, on uh, Malcolm Butler? If you've heard of him, yeah, no, the fuckface on Cincinnati, who is our cornerback? He's like the Denard. Oh, that's not him. That's his Dennard. That's like his cousin. That's not him. No, that who, was Alfonso had, Dennard. Oh, we had that guy who was a. Yeah. He went. I thought he also went to Cincinnati, but he's out of the league now. Yeah, he's out of the league now. Well, that guy was another guy. He fucking. He got yeah, he was like swept a, right up. Yeah, he was a decent player. He was okay. He was short. Yeah, he was from short. Nebraska. Um. So anyway, I mean, let's see. NFL news. Eagles and Foles. Do you think the Foles could do it again? That I don't fucking... I honestly, couldn't imagine. It's painful, but he's like... He doesn't throw an incomplete pass on third down. Yeah. It's fucking insane. He just doesn't do it. It's it's so... The Eagles might need to trade Wentz. Yeah. Like, I would... You know what I would love? The Patriots to trade for Wentz. That would be fucking How awesome. good would he be as the fucking heir to Brady? That would be pretty funny. That would be actually very enjoyable. Do you think the Eagles, yeah. the Eagles would make that trade out of conference? Yeah, yeah, and they beat the Pats, so it's not like you're trading it to the team that beat you in the Super Bowl. Like, yeah, you're not trading the, the quarterback that beat them. No, you're like, who gives a fuck? Like, yeah. Yeah, we, we got Foles. If Foles wins another championship, you literally can't keep Wentz. If he wins this game this weekend, yeah. I don't think... If he goes into New Orleans and beats New Orleans, yeah. no, you can't fucking keep Wentz. You can't. You have to get rid of him. Yeah. And you can get a billion dollars for him. You can get first, probably two first round picks for Carson Wentz. Probably, yeah. I would Carson Wentz in. Uh, would you trade two first well, round picks for a backup quarterback for three years? Well, who's gonna if you're the Patriots? Yeah, if they can sign him to like seven. I know years, that's like, the problem. They'd have to re, they'd have to sign him because he's not on his rookie deal. He's gonna. I don't know when that goes up. Maybe next year. Yeah, know. because it'd have to be like what they do in the NBA, like the sign and trade. Like we'll sign this guy for ten years for whatever money you want, and then trade him to you. Yeah. Because otherwise they're fucked. Like they're not. What's the point of getting him? I know you have to keep him. Um, who who's gonna be the number one pick this year in the coming out? Oh, I don't know. Like quarterback, like is Haskins the fucking dude for Ohio State? Is he the best? quarterback? Can't imagine. So like I don't know who the fuck it. It is. Probably so. a defensive end. Usually defensive ends are all well, the fucking rage now. But I'm thinking, like, if you have the... Say the kid from Kentucky, Josh uh, Allen, or uh, he's a good guy. I mean, there's a, I mean, there was a bunch of fucking guys that Alabama fucking defensive tackle. That guy's a I'd draft beast. him number one overall. Yeah. It, but I'm, I literally... I, I wish you could you could draft, like, the 70s NBA, yeah. and so the Patriots could draft fucking... Uh, What's-his-face, the Clemson quarterback? Yeah, seriously. That would right be. now. Just draft him. It, but honestly, like, I don't understand, like, who... Uh, 
whoever the the quarterback coming out is going to be, yeah. he's not going to be as good as Wentz. No. So I would I I, so would I always trade say. you. I would trade this guy who I know can already play in the NFL and yeah. he's not like afraid of it. Yeah, I would take him over some fucking some new guy. He already tore his ACL. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's, he's good. got his he's injury. He's not going to tear again. Yeah, exactly. Um, did you see that NFL writer? Fucking NFL.com. I don't know. He he said that Nick Foles was the most most clutch of all time. Speaking of guys with last thing I saw disease, Jesus. like Tom Brady has been doing it for eighteen years. The most clutch plays you've ever seen. Yeah. Even games that they've lost, he's been the most clutch. The one of the greatest defenses in NFL history. The fucking two thousand fifteen. Denver Broncos. He was in fucking Denver with a tight end, and that's it. And he fucking, they were like, what was it, third and eighteen or something from the like twenty. Threw a sixty-five yard pass to Gronk. Threw a touchdown to Gronk. Threw a, and then uh, had to go for a two-point conversion because fucking Gostowski missed the field goal. Missed the field, the extra point and the field goal. Like an extra point yeah. and a field goal. So all it, they needed two points to tie it and go to overtime, and he fucking just couldn't pull it out. That is as clutch as it gets. Even though they lost, they fucking how clutch can you to be? One of the best defenses ever. Ever. Like, that defense With was Chris Harris low. on him and Akib Talib covering Gronkowski at yeah. once. Two All-Pro cornerbacks covering Gronkowski, and he fucking. Dropped in a bucket. Yeah, and Doomerville was still fucking playing legit, and they fucking obviously uh, the other doofus, um, Von Miller. You mean Von Miller? Yeah, they were both fucking studs on either side coming. Yeah, yeah that was brutal. Um, Brady got fucking murdered that game too. He got hit on every throw. That was Marcus Kennison, Mar- Marcus Cannon's shining moment <laughs> in that game. He fucking literally. I didn't think that he could play high school football. He was so fucking bad. Von yeah. Miller. I don't think got touched in that game. He walked around him, hit Brady uh, more the times than he's ever been hit, like 17 times in that game. Was that the year that Sol- Solder and um, Sebastian, what's fucking the big right tackle's name, Volmer, were they both hurt that year? Volmer was, I think, retired. Solder was hurt. I think Solder and was Skarnecchia hurt. wasn't the coach. Yeah, and I think Solder was hurt, and then they moved Volmer to left tackle, and then Volmer got hurt. And maybe that's right. And then Cannon played left tackle. He played yeah, right tackle. No, he was playing right tackle in that game. I, right. I remember vividly so him playing right tackle. Over, yeah. Yeah. And Skarnakia uh, wasn't the coach, and they got fucking destroyed. Yeah. Um, some other NFL news. Josh McDaniels staying with the Patriots. That's nice. That's good. Brian Flores, I'm assuming, if he doesn't get the Miami job, he's staying. Well, you know that, um, that McDaniels is getting paid a shit ton. Yeah, he's getting paid head coach money. He's getting paid probably more than most head coaches. Yeah, definitely an entry level head coach. He's getting paid more. He's probably getting, I bet he's getting like seven, eight million dollars a year. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, and the offense isn't transcendent, by the way. Oh, like yeah. he's not, he's not fucking Sean McVay's offense or fucking Sean Payton's offense. No, they don't do any of the kind of new shit. Like they yeah. haven't. They don't. Yeah, exactly. I guess what Brady can't really do it. He has to play that. But know what I hate about these offenses that uh, all these new offenses, if they have to run the ball in like third and inches. The quarterbacks still don't go under center. They don't know how. Yeah, it's, they're it's all, fucking idiots. It's all college fucking air raid system. I, this is why I hated this Cliff Kingsbury uh, is now the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Um, they're going to suck. It's he terrible. Was horrible. He was a fucking – he was under 500 like the last three years at Texas Tech with Patrick Mahomes. He had yeah. Baker Mayfield. He had fucking stud quarterbacks in a, t- you know, a shitty fucking conference with no defense. Yeah, exactly. And, you, yeah, I, and he fucking – he didn't do shit. I mean, he's now he's going to be the uh, a quarter like he's going to be the head coach of a. He got fired at Texas Tech. He was the offensive coordinator at USC for like 
25 minutes and then he becomes so the Arizona what Cardinals. The fuck was confusing the shit out of me. I'm like, who the fuck? I'm like, this guy looks like the Texas Tech coach, but he's from USC. Like, no, no. that guy was the good looking coach from Texas Tech. It, he so wasn't he wanted, even he just coach a, for them in the bowl game. And no, he didn't to- even. He just was, uh, he was hot. He was fired from Texas Tech at the end of the year. Yeah, they fired And then him he went team. to USC to be the offensive coordinator. Yeah. And they wouldn't let him interview to be a head coach anywhere. But then he resigned, I guess. And then he became, he got one interview with the uh, fucking Cardinals and they, Fucking signed him. It's crazy. Yeah, he obviously must be really like. He I thought smart. And a lot of people well, were saying that, like, if McDaniel's left, that Kingsbury was going to be the fucking offensive coordinator here. I was like, there's no. They the Patriots drafted Cliff Kingsbury in 2003. He was the six round pick. Oh, he was Jesus. Brady's backup. How the fuck did you know that? How I just know things. Yeah, I just I like, remember what the fuck things. Is this? I remember things. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I remember that's things. A weird. I wouldn't. One thing I did know insane. is that he dates Holly Saunders, who's like that golf reporter for Fox News. She's an absolute 10. She's a, and yeah. I, I, I gave her a quick Google at work today, and turns out she had a few leaked photos, and uh, they were pretty legendary. You don't say, you know, huh? Uh, yeah. I would, I would urge all of you to do that at work, only in a closed, uh, a closed uh, office situation, though. Oh, Serious wow. leaks. Also, I, I got onto the... Uh, Let me write this name down. It was Holly Saunders, and then I, it was like an ad to the right, and it was Carissa Thompson, who I've been long a fan of. And uh, those were... Vivid, my friend. That's the ESPN. Well, she's like Fox or whatever she is. She does like I couldn't believe it. I never like heard sarcastic. of this. She's funny. Like she's kind of like an in-your-face type. She's like a blonde, tall, real, tall, thin blonde. But she like talks shit a little bit. Right? I don't know. I've never really listened to her talk. <laughs> never. <laughs> All I know is that she's a good-looking girl, and she yeah. dated Jay Williams, the guy who's the basketball player for Duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, there's videos of them, not videos, but there's pictures of them having sex. Oh wow, Jesus! I I tell you what, Olivia Munn, I thought had the greatest leaks of all time. Uh, Carissa Thompson might be up there. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think I have my night fucking figured yeah. out. Carissa Thompson might be up there with top leak season. By the way, I want to bring up Patriots fans and Malcolm Go fans as I started a hashtag, greatest hashtag I've ever invented. And I've been saying it for years that football season in Gillette does not start until the ivy in the tunnel dies. So hashtag yeah. dead ivy season. Dead ivy season is nice. I it's do like dead that ivy season. That is hot. It That's really... way better than everything we got or still here. It's dead ivy season. Or it starts in like December or whatever. Bull- it's yeah. dead ivy season. It's the, that... When it's ivy yeah. season during, you know, August, September, October. There's still a lot of green on that concrete next to the lighthouse. Once it gets to late November, December, Ivy's dead Ivy season, and that's when the Patriots start to play. You just know it's time to go. You really can. Um, Jets hired Adam Gase today. They got the the fired Dolphins coach, which I think was a huge mistake. The Dolphins fired him. They literally. Yeah, he was a fine. Yeah, that's weird. They they had a bottom three roster in the league. Yeah, and, and Tannehill sucks. So, like, you're playing with a shitty quarterback that's getting paid way too much money. Yeah. And this is the guy you have to rely on. He's not good. So, it's like, yeah, it's this. I fucking hate the NFL how they fire these guys like this. Yeah. Give them fucking five years. See Belichick has just ruined the AFC East. Like, court, like, he can't. Anybody that comes into the NFC East with Tom Brady and Belichick, nobody, you can't succeed. I mean, McDermott looks like he's pretty good. Was it the Buffalo coach? Was yeah. he there last year when they made yeah. the playoffs? Yeah. Keep that guy for fucking 60 years. Yeah. It's the best you're going to do. When Belichick and fucking Brady retire, you'll probably win the division. Yeah. You got, you got a new quarterback. You yeah. fucking you should have beat the fucking team that was in the AFC Championship last year. Yeah. Like, fuck, just roll the dice. You didn't have the greatest year, but you're, you're fine. Like, relax. No, the fucking Dolphins, they just they panic because they got fucking fan bases that want to win now. They think they're good enough. They need all this. And then they fucking 
fire him. Apparently, I'm, all the f- te- the players hated Gase. I don't know. Yeah, that's. A, I remember Amendola left and said that Gase was like one of the boys. I wonder how he feels now, sitting down there, fucking two years, twelve million, yeah. no coach. I honestly, I think um, another guy who like got fired, who was it was about time, fucking Marvin Lewis. But like, yeah. I don't think it's been, year, been years since he should have been fired. But I don't think they would have hired a better coach. Like, yeah, he might have not. Like, he. he <laughs> Probably wasn't going to win. Yeah. But that's the best you're going to do, Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. Just fucking accept it that you were the laughing stock of the NFL for fucking years, and then he went on a winning streak for like 15. Cincinnati's in move the team territory. They've been, they've been so mediocre for so long that they're literally in move the team territory. I, but they made the playoffs enough years in a row to like just keep everyone fucking happy. And like, they're, they're fucking Ohio. They have the Ohio State mm-hmm. Buckeyes anyway. Like, go it's fuck true. yourselves. But like, they, they draft just. Like fucking yuck player, like yeah. Andy Dalton. Like you drafted him to be your fucking face of the franchise. That guy's like redhead nudge. Idiot. Like, come on. I don't understand how these guys don't like. There's no scouts that are like, don't sign these guys now because there's about 20 good quarterbacks coming up yeah. in the next. Go. Every quarterback that comes into the league now can play right away, and they're fucking good. Josh McDaniels got an, a, asked for a interview with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and he declined. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how good it is. Like you want to be the head of our, uh, the head coach and the GM and own the team and whatever you want. And he's like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I didn't like how the Packers wanted him. Cause yeah. that's like a fucking pretty good job to get. Even he got, he just, interviewed there and they fucking picked that, the offensive coordinator from the fucking Titans. One of the worst offenses in football. Yeah. Terrible. Well, also, Mariota is not good. No, he's not good. These guys fucking, it really must suck. It's so weird. Them. It's no, so nice weird for like Brady. these quarterbacks that like come out and everyone's like, surefire lock, man. Surefire lock. Can't miss. Can't miss yeah. prospect. Mariota fucking. I remember him like dominating in college. I'm like, this guy's pretty good. And you know, how do, I don't know. I, maybe they can only hit wide open receivers. It's weird. Just one time I want one of these fucking, these announcers for the draft to be like, yeah, this quarterback's good enough to go seven and nine for like the next eight years. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So there's nobody that's transcendent. <laughs> no. no. I mean, like, I remember they said like Andrew Luck was like definitely a lock and he's been good. He's but, like, fine. Since, but since then, I don't, Sam Bradford was supposed to be one. He stinks. Yeah. And I mean, I'm trying Luck to think of like, fine, but he wasn't, he's not fucking. He wasn't really that good until this year. No, and I'm he trying to find so like many surefire. I'm trying to find like a surefire, like NFL type p- passer that everyone was like, "That's a lock." Like besides well, like, Andrew Luck's the only one I can think of right Goff now. Goff and Wentz right now are kind of the guys, but like Wentz is hurt, still young and alert, and Goff he's not really. He's more of an like a runner too. Yeah. I mean, I, nobody. I don't think anybody was really that high on Mahomes. And he's not really an NFL he, type quarterback. Did he? Get, he was a first round pick. right? Yeah, he was like a mid first round yeah. pick. Um, I don't know. The Derek old, Carr was another one that was Derek Carr was stud. Yeah, he's, he's like a, fine. Um, they're not Jameis Winston. Another yeah, Jameis Winston. Like, Garoppolo, I guess, was like had some heat around him. Yeah, it's also what, a third round pick. Like he's not fucking. Yeah, he was a high second round pick, but he was like a, I don't know. They just they're not. None of these guys are actually that fucking great. No, there's no legends. I don't see any Hall of Famers out there. Do you? No. Besides, like the ones that you already know, like Breeze, Rogers, Brady, Roethlisberger, uh, even Cam. Like Cam is fucking real good, and like he, yeah, but he's not. Yeah. I mean, I guess he did win our Super Bowls. He did, right? No, he lost one. Oh, he lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, oh, that sucks. Bro. He, in, in fact, embarrassed his entire family and f- for not diving for a fumble. Uh, invi- <laughs> oh, yeah, embarrassed his city, his team, everything. Uh, I do Tom remember. Brady would have been 
ripping throats out on the bottom of that pile. I hold, I hold true to that statement that Tom Brady would have stabbed someone under that pile to get that ball. Didn't they lose by 41 to, like, Denver? Yeah, they got crushed by Denver, but, yeah. yeah. But it was right there. Yeah, they snapped the ball over... Manny, no, that was against Seattle. Oh, Manny snapped the ball. Yeah, yeah, that was like... Um, so let's do a little Chargers preview first, and then we'll get into our Malcolm Go Awards. The Malkies, as the we Malkies, like to call yeah. them here. Uh, so Chargers undefeated outside L.A. Only lost one game, and it was to the L.A. Rams. And that was on the road. So they're technically... I mean, they're 8-1 and one on the road, but like 8-0 and oh outside of Los Angeles. So anytime That's... they've gone on an airplane, they're undefeated. That's pretty impressive. Patriots are undefeated at home. Um... So it's basically an undefeated road team versus an undefeated home team. That's crazy. Pretty, yeah, this is strange. Uh, their defense, who's I don't, their secondary doesn't impress me. That's the it's one thing about stacked. that. Stacked. Is it? Yeah, it's their best fucking. It's their no, best. No, their D line is fucking. Both of them, D line and and uh, secondary is stacked. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they just play that basic defense. It's they play like, the the cover three, the same thing that. Yeah. Killed us against Jacksonville last year. Same defense. A lot of teams fucking. You can contain people for a while, but you do let up a lot of yards. Yeah. So well, they should be able to move the ball on them. They should be able. the 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 San Diego uh, linebackers are not good, and they're not going to be able to keep up with um, our running backs catching passes. Or if Gronk shows up, they're not going to be able to handle Gronk. Well, anything in the middle is going to kill them. They went with like seven DBs and no linebackers last game. Yeah. I don't. I mean, Devlin is going to be fucking eating people alive. Yeah, Sony Michelle, Shaq Mason, Sony Michelle, and yeah. fucking James Devlin are be running up the middle on them. And then you have Devlin like crack, like kicking out Bosa a couple times. Like yeah. it, 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 it's going to affect those guys. Yeah. So let them fucking listen. I, I want to know that on an eight and on an eight and road team, uh, will the Foxborough Gillette Stadium playoff stigma? In the playoffs, loom large over a team like this. There was a time when the Chargers came in here in like 2008 or 9. Like the center of the Chargers had a quote saying that like you're just driving through the woods all of a sudden in nowhere, Massachusetts. And all of a sudden, Gillette Stadium appears like the Death Star. And it's like <laughs> you just, you know, and and yeah. it's so true. Like teams fucking like like 80s fighters going up to fight Mike Tyson. Like you've already lost you before you what? show up in the ring. That's weird because I've it, to Gillette has always just been on Route 1 down yeah. somewhere in but it's never realized that, to me, that like if you've never been there before, that's a weird place to drive well, to. Especially because they don't go down fucking Route One; they go through the backwoods yeah. of Foxborough, Massachusetts, it's just woods and little suburban houses. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're just at a stadium. And uh, yeah, it's fucking huge. And yeah, because every other stadium's in the city or fucking right near the city or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah, that is kind of weird. That must be a fucking weird feeling driving. So to like. That. I mean, Chargers are a road-toughing team, and then I mean, then they're going to come to play. They just don't win in blowouts, too. They come back. I mean, they came back against Pittsburgh. They came back on the road against Kansas City. And what scares me is this is a 1 p.m. game on a Sunday. Yeah, it's, that, so, the t- you know, you, you get a night game in Gillette, I'd say fucking Patriots by 20. Yeah, they are. The fucking, fans yeah. and the team just play a whole different level of football. Yeah. But, you know, 1 p.m. could be fucking, I mean— I mean, it, it will be the playoffs. It will be a little bit different, a little bit more energy. You but it's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. In a the, 1 p.m. game, which is 10 a.m. for the Chargers kickoff, which is also good. The problem, the weird thing about them is, like, for some reason, the 1 o'clock game at New England, yeah. fans always feel like they're doing the same thing what you're doing at home is, like, on the edge of your seat, just kind of, yeah. like, watching instead of, like, being there. You know what I mean? Like I it, feel like it's like a— At the like, night game, like a, you're just, like, fuck, people are just fucking getting fired up, no getting what. after it. But at the 1 o'clock game, it's almost like a nervousness. You can, yeah. like, feel it in the stadium sometimes. I'm going there early. I'll be there at 7A, kid. I'm going to be 
I'm gonna be, you know, I'm gonna be 12 deep by 7 a. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. That's what everyone. I'm gonna be 12 to be like, deep by 7 a. You're going to a. You gotta be hammered for this one. Yeah. There's no excuses. And I'll drive home. You'll let your team down if you don't. Yeah. Gotta get. So I mean, they got a million weapons. They can run, throw. They added Hunter Henry this week. Their fucking receiving core is legit. Yeah. Mike Keenan Williams, Keenan Allen. And now they get Hunter Henry, who's a Pro Bowl tight end coming yeah. in. Which I don't know how he can play. He tours ACL eight months ago. And Melvin Gordon, well, steroids help. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, uh, Melvin Gordon, Melvin stud. Gordon, he runs. He runs. He reminds me of like a young AP, the way he kind of like gallops. Yeah. He doesn't run smooth. He just big kinda thighs. Like, yeah, and he yeah he's weird. Uh, like Clydesdale. Um, I mean they got a top three secondary in the league playing that Seattle cover three. I mean, like I said, they got a horrible linebacking core, but top it. two defensive line, especially their edge rushers. I mean that, that Mel, Melvin uh, Ingram gives fucking the Patriots a. Huge problem. I mean, that guy is he killed legit. Nate Solder a bunch of, a couple of years ago in, in San Diego. Um, yeah, that guy's legit. I mean, the problems. I mean, New England's key to wins, key to winning this game. You got to number one is block the edge. You block. You got to block Bosa. You got to block. Uh, you got to block Ingram. I. I mean, it's not much different than blocking the Texans, right? I mean, you're not gonna get much better than Jadavian yeah. Clowney and JJ Watt. You got the same. Same uh, tackles out there. Yeah, and I wonder. Um, I, I wonder how like because J.J. Watt's kind of he's as good as he is. He's fucking. He's like Chandler Jones in the fact that you can just run right past him yeah. whenever the fuck you well, want. Well, what Belichick usually does, he runs at your best player. Yeah, it's like so, a f- but I wonder like if Ingram and and Bosa that same type of guy. Yeah, are they just gonna come screaming upfield and try to murder Brady? Like, yeah. it doesn't really work. So doesn't. So I mean, I think a lot of it has to be you're gonna match the running backs and Gronk on uh, linebackers. Because they're not good. I think that's the way you're going to move the ball a ton in this game. You're going to see a lot of James White, a lot of Rex Burkhead, and I think you're going to get a lot of Gronkowski in this game. I think and, Sony is going to be a fucking... Yeah, yeah they got, I mean, they got no linebackers. No yeah. linebackers. Devlin Run the has ball to be, down their throat. Devlin has to be a beast. Yeah. The other thing they can't do anymore is he's fucking holding penalties on any run that get more than 10 yards. Yeah, that shit has to... Like has they, to stop. They won't win with that. Shit. I mean, at home, I think you'd be a little bit better. So, yeah, like I said, my next my next thing, run the ball down their throats. Whoever establishes the run in this game is going to control this game from start to finish. And just like every fucking playoff game, especially at Gillette, the Patriots need to become a running team to win the Super Bowl this year. Need to. Yeah. I mean, the only— they, Honestly, it's the only year they haven't been in the Super Bowl was the one year Devlin was hurt. Yeah. And I still think he is the biggest— pe- eh, they, A little—, little uh, Ooh. A little, a little treat for us for yeah, a little foreshadowing. It's going to be a lot of vertical routes. A little teaser. Vertical routes with comebacks, just like they beat what Cooks, what Cooks was beating uh, the shit out of Jacksonville yeah. with last year. I could see that happen a lot with uh, Dorsett and Hogan. Even Patterson can run that yeah, route. Yeah, Patterson can run it. Um, Gronk really needs to perform. No more fucking holding him back. Like I said, him and White out there running the seam. The seams are going to be open the for seams him. seams are going to be wide open. Creative designs. With that cover three, that seam is going to be fucking wide open. Gronk's got to be running old school Gronk. And and number one for the defense, you know, the defense needs to stop the run and make them one-dimensional. Mix up coverages. They have four strong options, but we need man-to-man Gilmore on Allen, fucking J.C. Jackson on Mike Williams. Gilmore needs to shut Allen down. Yeah, completely shut him down. Um you know, like I said, Rivers hasn't been great the last five weeks. Make him make mistakes. He he tends to make mistakes in Gillette Stadium, but he's not scared of fucking any throw. Uh, this is the type of hard hard fought uh, win against the most balanced team in the NFL right now left that the uh, Patriots need to like propel them to a Super Bowl right now. Yeah, they win this game, they have a legit shot at winning it all. I'm telling you, this is the type of game against a team that is fucking not scared of anybody, undefeated on the road, great on defense, great on offense. 
ready to fucking play. This feels like the Baltimore game of 2014 with yeah. a quarterback who's won already. Like he's a winner. The he's thing is, fine. Then, like 2014, 2016, you expected to win. This is like yeah. you were a little bit nervous, but you went in there like nobody can beat this team. Like you're the number one seed. We're so fucking good. The defense was great. The offense was fucking great. Yeah, this team yeah. right now, the offense is mediocre. The defense is good, but plays down to people sometimes. Yeah. Um, they're going to have to fucking have a real good game. They have to I play just, their best game. Yeah. It's something about this, the, the rate, I don't know. It just, na, they, na, 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 na. it's just still a Brady and Belichick. So as long as, it's just as long as those guys are on the sidelines, it just does yeah, feel, just like feel like you like should be able to figure it out. Right. Exactly. Um, let me see here. Uh, so my prediction here. So I'm going to use their energy against them. The fans need to be into this. Like I said, it's a 1 p.m. game. We have to be hungrier. Team has to be hungrier, the hungrier team. I just think we play to our full potential at home. It's different. It's a different animal. So we play to our whole, our whole different potential, a whole different fucking level when we're playing at home. Um, defense does its job. The offense moves the ball old school style, 2001-2006 style, open man, run the ball, tight end over the middle, three, four yards, six yards, eight yards, big chunks late in the game. Fucking take away the Chargers' spirit. And uh, I think the Patriots win this game 23-17. And then I also think, bonus pick, the Colts beat the, Ch- uh, the Chiefs on Saturday. AFC Championship games played right here at Gillette Stadium. All right, on the second part, I do agree. I have, uh, I have the Colts beating the, the Kansas City. Pats will be back home. Mine's a little different. My score is 25, Patriots 23 San Diego, Pats win on a Goskowski game-winning field goal. Ooh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Right down the uh, end. Let's go right to a um, – we're going a little long here. Give the fans what they want. Um, let's go right to the Malky Awards. I'm ready. Uh, let's see. I, I, I'm gonna... Yay. Um, so, anyway, you can answer my uh, – my my uh, Malky Awards, and then you can do your own Malky Awards, or uh, you know you can have your own opinion. I don't know, It doesn't matter. Um, so biggest disappointment, the Lawrence Maroney slash Chad Zach's Chad Jackson Award. That's going to go to the Josh Gordon ending. Uh, Ooh, that is nice. Yes, the Josh Gordon ending wins the Lawrence Maroney Chad Jackson Trophy, uh, which of course annually goes to the biggest disappointment. Mine is uh, Derek Rivers. Great pick. Great pick. Um, the most exciting moment, the Kansas City win. Loved it. Yeah, that was a great That one. was a great the game. Most exciting one. Um, Gordon's touchdown catch from Brady to get 500. His 500. Was cool because it was like Gordon and Brady together. And they were together. And it they felt finally like Gordon was like going to be here forever. Yeah, Randy, <laughs> unstoppable, signed him 20 years, $300 yeah. million. I had him in the Patriots Hall of Fame. I already agree. Yeah, right, you like, saw him like, with yeah. his red jacket. Yeah. I agree. Uh, the mis- most disappointing newcomer, also known as the Chad Brown Award. Uh, <laughs> this goes to Adrian Claiborne. Adrian Claiborne's a good one. Um, mine, it's weird because I'm only disappointed about him because I didn't even know he was supposed to be good, is Danny Shelton. And you yeah. told me how good he was going to be, and this guy fucking... That's also a great pick. Yeah. Both defensive linemen, both... Big time out underachievers. Adrian which, Claiborne is not good, Claiborne, which I knew he wasn't going to be good. I, I agree. I thought he was good. But he can make up for it with, like, two plays. Yeah. All he, he needs to do is one game-ending strip, strip sack. God fucking damn it. Can one person do it? He could be the guy to fucking strip Somebody. Sack. Maybe Derek Rivers. Yeah. It's not going to be Danny Shelton. No, it's not going to be Danny uh, 
So the happiest surprise newcomer, which I call the Wes Welker Award. Ooh, that's fun. Uh, the Corderell Patterson. Ooh, I like I did it. Not, I, you know what? I expected him to not even touch the ball on offense, maybe get some jet sweeps here or there. But and do only kick returns. Fucking guy has been great to the offense. I'm gonna have to agree. He's been even in the running game. Like he yeah. was, he played running back for a couple games, and he was fucking. Decent. He literally started at running back for two games, and yeah. he was good. Uh, okay, the most overused play of the year, which I've been saying all game, all day. The jet sweep. Yeah, I've been using it six times a game, and That's I'm sure it's gonna keep happening. Next up, the abducted by a UFO award. Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh. I'm going to go with Martellus Bennett. Well, he's not on the team anymore. Chris Hogan. Oh, Chris Hogan's good. <laughs> but I'll, I can see where you were going with that one. Yeah. Martellus Bennett yeah. could have been abducted yeah. by a UFO. Something but Chris Hogan was just – now he's now he's getting back into the offense. Makes me happy. Um, next, the Max Kellerman Cliff Award or the Foot Out the Door Award. Rob Gronkowski. Ooh, that's a nice one. I hurts. would go with um... – It hurts to say it. I hate it. I'll go with foot out the door. I wish I knew when people's contracts are up because I feel like I, I honestly. If I had a superlative for Rob Gronkowski, it would be most likely not to be a Patriot next year. Yeah, that sounds right. Mine are basically superlatives. So yeah, yeah okay, good. Right. Um, okay, here, here's a good one. The opening of Super Bowl 53 champions DVD moment. It's going to be Gordon quits and Philip Dorsett becomes a force for this offense. Wins Super Bowl MVP. It, that, honestly, that does feel exactly It's right. exactly like a Patriots-type ending. Yeah. Josh like, Gordon quit on us or fucking basically was forced fucked out. Up and, yeah. Fucked up is forced out. And he's watching at home as the, his team wins the Super Bowl and they send him a ring. As a guy who didn't dress a couple games. He sells it for the, crack. Yeah. yeah, it does feel right. Uh, the Danny Amendola... Won't be a Patriot next year if he doesn't take over the playoffs award. Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, that also sounds exactly right. I love that name of that award. It came yeah. up to me. The Danny Amendola won't be a Patriot next year if he doesn't take over the playoffs award. Rob Gronkowski. And uh, the Vincent, the Executioner Brown, underappreciated player of the year, Kyle Van Noy. Underappreciated player of the year, Patrick Chung. Always, you love Patrick Chung. I do. I think he's awesome. You need right? a Chung jersey. Yeah. I love him. I or at least a jersey. He does so much fucking difficult shit all the time. Yeah. He's a linebacker who covers fucking... Re- I also think Kyle him. Van Noy wins the Hottest Wife Award, as I, I typically will say. Where are her leaks? That's what we need to talk yeah, about. Where are those leaks? They are coming. They're coming. They're coming. Don't worry. And then my, my offensive MVP this year, Julian Edelman. Statistically, if he played 16 games on his pace right now, would have had his best year. Really? Yeah. Coming off a torn ACL. All right. That's actually one of mine. My offensive MVP, James Devlin. I like it. I like it. You it's love James, Jimmy I D. I do. He's just you love horse. Jimmy D. He's like, he's like, uh, he makes the whole offense go. He really does. And he never misses a fucking block. No. I haven't seen it happen once. Not only does he not miss a block, he never doesn't finish a block. He never Berries. gets lined up on someone and that guy has ever made the tackle. Love it. And that's how they're going to win the Super Bowl is going to be behind him. It really is. It's gonna be, they're going to throw it back to 2001, Antoine Smith style, with fucking Mark Edwards, I believe was the fullback at that point, uh, yeah. just fucking running right up your face. With play action and Brady just, they're going to call Slinging him game it. manager. Oh, we game manage, but hey, play action, and he's going to throw BBs down the fucking middle. Love line. it. Uh, my defensive MVP this year, pretty easy, Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, that's mine too. It's either him or Flowers, but I think Gilmore had a Gilmore. Yeah. Uh, right. Those are my Malkies for the year. 
All right, I only have a couple Malkies. Um, I'm not going to lie. I wrote these Malkies in the middle of when I was trying to build a fucking dip bar and pull-up machine combo Ooh. workout thing that I got from Amazon. Stop bragging. And it bragging. didn't give me enough pieces. And I was fucking furious. That always happens to the amateur builder. And then I was like, it's a fucking, it, it's a workout machine, so I can't return this thing to Amazon. How are they going to pick it up? It's The box is shredded. There's is no it huge? It, yeah, it's a little metal thing. It's Take fucking, your ass to Home Depot and I grab yourself like, some screws. Oh, that's what I have to do, and I'm furious about yeah. it. So my first one is uh, most likely to get caught skipping in the locker room when no one's looking. When Skipping? he thinks no one's lucky. Ryan Allen. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I had Gronk. I just feel like he's a skipper. Yeah, no he's a happy-go-lucky type guy. All right. Um, Malky for most likely leaving anonymous pieces of paper that's a drug dealer and phone number on them in Josh Gordon's locker. Like as a joke? As like a, let's try to get this guy off the team so I can get my minutes back. Philip Dorsett. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's 100% what that was. <laughs> and then I have... Um, the Malky for the guy whose distant relatives can go fuck themselves for making awful instructions to a fucking workout machine. Rob Gronkowski. No, always. Patrick Chung. It was in fucking Chinese. It was all in Chinese. <laughs> they didn't know how to write numbers <laughs> or letters. Uh. All the A pieces were in where D was. And I swear to God, it's this fucking... And the company doesn't exist. I looked them up. They're not online. That's not the a good look. The company so I wonder if you got that workout machine from the same place I got this goddamn cargo net. My my father got that for my kids for Christmas. Yeah. This giant cargo net workout type thing with fucking pull-up bars and rings and shit and a rope. And it was literally all in Russian or it's, Chinese. Yeah. I had to look at pictures online on the website. There was a website. And I had to just look on pictures online and figure out how to put it together, piece it together. To me, I was like, I'm going to do this Christmas Eve. It would be no big deal. I opened it. I was like, fuck, no way. Yeah. And then uh, it took me eight hours on Christmas Day. Literally eight hours. It was a full fucking union work day. It's a fucking <laughs> Building this fucking Dude, I'm thing. I'm eight hours in. I'm four hours into this thing, and it's not even close to done. It's wobbly. All the pieces are wrong. All the screws are in the wrong spot. And I follow the directions piece by piece. They don't have an outline of what this thing is supposed to fucking look like. That's why um, I had this other idea that Trump should hire anyone who's unemployed to just fucking be – before you can sell something in America, one of these fucking idiots who doesn't have a job, they can send it to this guy, and he has to be able to put it together. He builds it. And if this guy can't build it, you're not allowed to fucking sell it to Americans. How about that fucking China? Put that in a fucking tummy. I and love then, that. That's the next new platform. I think it's a great idea. Just put shit together that is supposed to be assembled at home, people without jobs. I got, yeah. And then the last one I have is... Seems like uh, a safety hazard. The guy who could care less about this fucking workout machine. The guy who could care the least about it. What workout? The machine that you're the talking? I'm building currently. The, the person you're talking to. <laughs> also the listeners. <laughs> the listeners. And third, Danny Shelton, because it has a 300-pound weight limit. That's true. Oh, too bad. Poor Danny. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, I think we should do a pod, if I'm not too disappointed. Any, honestly, in the, this team I've been so fucking upset with all year, I don't even know if, I, if I'd be like as – I probably will. The way I take season-ending losses is not pretty around my house. I don't, wa- I don't talk to anyone for two, three weeks. So who knows if I have a podcast next week. If they win, we'll be here same time, same place. Yeah, though, last, last year, um, and we still should have done it at some point in the spring. Yeah. It's, but it's still a game that I don't even like to think about. That's yeah, brutal. Because just everything went fucking like. It was so right on offense and so bad on defense. Yes. Polar opposites. Opposites. You had the greatest performance by a quarterback in Super Bowl history ruined. And I don't and even. And I think, can't think about it. And I also, like, Philly. 
Yeah, they fucking won, but like it took me at like not really. It took me like I don't know, ten years to get over losing the undefeated season. It's gonna take me probably six to get over that Super Bowl last year. Yeah, the only one I honestly didn't care about was uh, the 2011 one. I hit a square for me and two friends hit it for fifteen thousand. And so what that one? I was excited they lost. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man, brutal. All right, well. Until then, it's uh, remember follow us at Brady Disciple at Malcolm Go Podcast, Malcolm Go no, at Malcolm Go Pod, Malcolm Go Podcast at Gmail dot com, and remember use your hashtags Dead Ivy Season, Dead Ivy Season. That's S Z N Dead Ivy Season. Go Pats, go! Let's get it done. Do your job. All right, don't try to make too much out of it. Just do your job. Stack receivers two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands he has. Uh-huh. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted to Malcolm Butler. Butler has it at the one. Malcolm Butler. And Warner goes back to throw. And here's the blitz by Mike Brady. You're the greatest quarterback in the world, man. Hey, I love you, man.